Have you ever just asked yourself, is what I'm doing worth it? I did recently, and I'm going to talk about it in this week's episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. I do want to welcome you back, everyone. This is, of course, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, episode number 443 of this podcast, devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. And if you didn't know it already, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And recently, I was asking myself, is it worth it? I have been publishing content to my Snapchat account on a daily basis. And because that content only lives on Snapchat for 24 hours and then disappears out into the ether, I've decided that, well, I want to archive that. I want to download it. But then I realized there were so many different things that I was sharing in my Snapchat story that I felt were worth sharing. And I realized that not everybody who might be interested in this is following me on Snapchat. I do have this downloaded archive all compiled together in one video clip that if I wanted to, I could share. And initially, I took that and put it out into my podcast feed. And I wasn't all that crazy with how it was vertical video and the quality of the production and all that other stuff. It just didn't seem like it was up to the standards that I would want for content that I'm consistently putting out. But at the same time, I was putting out content and I would share things randomly throughout my day, throughout my vlog that I felt were messages that were important at the time that I was sharing them and I felt like they would add value to people's lives. And so while I did not set out on day one and say, hey, I'm going to publish a vlog every single day using my Snapchat account, it just sort of happened. I kind of accidentally fell into daily sharing that content in vlog form. Now, Snapchat is a platform that is primarily mobile only. It is designed to be consumed on your mobile phone or mobile device, and it is designed to be used in vertical format, holding the phone straight up and certainly not landscape. And in fact, it was one of my biggest complaints about the idea of repurposing the content, which by the way, I will tell you, on Snapchat, it makes sense to use vertical video, to record yourself in vertical video. For people who are consuming your content on Snapchat, it is a major inconvenience for somebody like myself to record in landscape mode. Because what happens is everyone uses Snapchat in vertical video mode, and then if they're watching their stories, and they come across something that you've posted, all of a sudden that has to be flipped, the phone has to be held sideways. And that's not always convenient to do on a mobile phone. And especially if they're consuming your content along with other people's and they're flipping their phone back and forth, back and forth, it's, it's very inconvenient. So for the first several weeks that I was on Snapchat, I made the decision that I am going to stick with the native format for this platform. I'm going to go vertical. And of course, I was very blessed, I've been very blessed that once I started to tell people and evangelize that, hey, I'm super excited about Snapchat and I do believe it's the next big thing in social networking, 
I was able to gain a following of several hundred people on Snapchat right out of the gate. But the reality is, is that I had a following of thousands that weren't yet following me on Snapchat. And I happen to know uh, what percentages of my community are interested in what type of content that I produce. I know uh, relatively how many thousands are interested whenever I'm talking about something related to only technology, the ins and out nuts and bolts of podcasting. I happen to know how many thousands of people in my community are interested in hearing me talk about, let's just say, software tips, uh, tools, and apps on my phone that help me become more productive and more profitable and, and more proficient in the things that I do that are business-related. I even know how many thousands of people who are interested in me talking about anything I could possibly talk about. I do know how many thousands of people who would love to hear me talk for 30 minutes to 45 minutes on my feeling about how rust grows on bolts. <laughs> I, I just picked any kind of random topic that came to mind, but there are people out there who would listen to me talk about anything, and they listen to me talk for several reasons, and I know those reasons because of the relationship that I have with my audience. So I know how many people are interested in the different forms of content that I'm producing, and I knew that the kind of content that I was consistently sharing on my Snapchat story was content that would be extremely valuable and extremely appealing to hundreds of people who are not yet following me on Snapchat and who may never follow me on Snapchat. Snapchat might be something that they just refuse to do or at least refuse to do for the next several years. But those same people are the same ones that used to listen to the old Pursuing a Balanced Life content, which a lot of that is going into this daily vlog that I've been doing, and it's actually more frequent that you get that kind of content, and it's coming out in ways that would never happen if I wasn't using Snapchat, but these people aren't following me on Snapchat. And I knew that if I was to put this on YouTube, that I would pick up several hundred of those hundreds of people who aren't on Snapchat yet that would still find it interesting. And I knew that if I continued to make it available in a a podcast format via so they could subscribe to it and have it delivered to them via a podcast feed, even though they probably would prefer that all the content that I create is audio only, I knew that if I still made it available in video form, in a video podcast feed, a majority of those hundreds of other people who are not following me on Snapchat who would still be interested in this content would consistently consume it. But there were little bits and pieces of feedback that I was getting from various different people. You know, some people, like my friend Father Roderick Von Hogan, one of the things that he's like, dude, you gotta get rid of the vertical video. It's kind of annoying on YouTube and it really doesn't look good on Facebook and you know and of course nobody had to tell me I was very disappointed with how the podcasts app from Apple handles vertical video from a podcast feed. It was a terrible experience in the podcast feed and I agreed with Father Roderick. It it wasn't a great experience on Facebook when I shared the vertical videos there. It wasn't a great experience when I put it on YouTube. 
I told my Snapchat community, I said, guys, I am going to try something. I'm thinking about doing landscape. All of the people who were following me on Snapchat, they said, Cliff, here's what I can tell you. There are other people I see that are playing around with the landscape and stuff like that. And the reality is, is that it annoys me here on Snapchat. I don't mind landscape everywhere else. And in fact, I don't like vertical video pretty much anywhere else. But here on Snapchat, I much prefer vertical video. But here's what I think you should do. I think you should try it. Give it a day and 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 see what it is. And here's what people told me. They said, Cliff, if you did it in landscape and your entire story was in landscape, I enjoy your content so much that I would put up with it. I understand the reason why you're thinking about landscape. And if you decide to try it out and you like it and you find that it works better, I will put up with it. That That's basically the feedback that I got. So one day I made the decision, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And so the way that it looked, having it in landscape mode versus vertical, when I published it to Facebook and to YouTube and then put it into the podcast feed, I'm like, oh yeah, there's no way I can go back to vertical. No way. And so I, I went to my community and I said, I, I'm sticking with landscape. Now, after that, I still received some criticism about the content that I'm putting out there. There are some people who are like, man, you know, gosh, this thing is so shaky. I get dizzy watching it. There are people who complained about the lighting is so bad. And people were complaining about the pauses every 10 seconds because there's the 10 second video limit. And, you know, the, there's all these other things that people were like, yeah, this just, you know, I, I'd rather just have your audio content. And what I can say to that is, number one, I totally understand all of that feedback. I get it and I agree with it, except for there's a couple things. Number one, several years ago, I made the decision that I wanted to start blocking. It was back in 2013. I went out and bought a special camera, spent hundreds of dollars on a wide angle lens camera and I was going to be following myself throughout the day and I would vlog different ideas. And what I realized is that it was way too much work. At the end of the day, I had all of this content and I went on too long. It just took too much work to edit it all down. And even when I edited everything down, my vlogs were like 25, 30 minutes. I'm like, this is too long for video. This is too long for what I wanna do. And it's taking me hours. No, I can't do a vlog like this. And what Snapchat allows me to do And of course, now I I got over the vertical, I'm in the landscape mode, but what Snapchat allows me to do is it allows me to self-edit myself throughout the day so I can be editing as I'm creating. I hit the record button, I have 10 seconds to say something. As soon as I record it, it immediately starts playing it back to me. And so if it gets cut off at the beginning, if my audio gets cut off at the beginning, or if maybe I went, you know, 10 and a half seconds and the end got cut off, I see that before I hit publish. And if it gets cut off, I re-record it until I get it exactly the way I want it. And because I'm limited to 10 seconds per clip, I need to stay on target, on message, and not ramble. I need to just stick to the point and make this as short and as brief as possible. And that's what Snapchat forces me to do because of the 10 second snaps. I did know that there were a couple things that I could do to take the production value to the next level. And so not too long after going to landscape mode, I did invest in a, an extra 
monopod that attaches to my tripod so that I could get rid of the shaky cam in the recordings that I'm doing inside the studio. I have some studio softbox lighting here and for video work that I do and so I find myself flipping on the softboxes so that I have a little bit better lighting on myself. I recognize that some people were complaining about the fact that in between the 10 second clips when played back in video form, the the downloaded video, there were these slight pauses, you know, audio pauses, about four tenths of a second between every 10 second clip. So another thing that I decided to do is I started to bring my entire story into iMovie and I deleted all of those audio pauses. And also if I wanted to share something that was on a screen or a picture, on Snapchat, I would just hold my phone up to it and, and show them. But in post-production, I have actually even taken it to the next level. I'll actually take the original photo that I was just holding my phone up to show the people on Snapchat. And I, in post-production, I'll actually put that in and do the Ken Burns effect on it. And so I've taken the production value to the next level there. But even still, it, it's, it's still very <sighs> raw is the word that I would say. And, you know, I, I continually, with everything anybody out there does, you get this feedback from the people who don't like things. People who don't like things like to let you know that they don't like them. And the people who do love the things that you do, some of them love it so much that they reach out and tell you how much they love it. And I'm so thankful for that. But the reality is, is that the majority of the feedback that I seem to get when it comes to this vlog is the criticisms of production quality and, you know, I'd much prefer to hear your thoughts in a podcast and and this and that and all of these other things. And, you, and this comes from 15, 20 different people, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, I, is this worth it? Because And by the way, I never said to anyone anywhere, I'm going to do a daily vlog and I'm never going to miss a day. But here it is. I started this January 27th of this year and today is March 31st. For the last two months, I've never missed a single day. I just put out episode number 68 of my vlog. It's crazy. Why? Why am I doing this? How did this happen? How did I get doing to? Why do I feel like I have to do this every day? Do I feel like I have to do this every day? And many times it's late at night and I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. And I'm like, oh, I should go put this vlog out. You know, could I? And, and by the way, lately I've decided, you know what? It could wait till the morning. I don't have to stay up late and do it. I, it could be one of the first things that I do in the morning. And, and so I've made a decision today that if I don't get my vlog out at night before I go to bed, then I will do it the first thing in the morning. And the question is, am I committed to doing this every single day? I had never even thought that through. It just so happened that each day I felt, eh, yeah, I'll share this. And I put it out there. And But some of it, I'm like, okay, some of these things that I'm sharing in my vlog are great. I mean, some of them are big mindset things. Some of them are great technical tips. Some of them are branding questions that people ask me and I share my thoughts on branding. Some of them are, it, there. there's a lot of valuable tips, tricks, advice that I'm sharing randomly in some of my vlogs. Some of my vlogs are more inspirational and just like showing you what my schedule, what a day in the life of Cliff Ravenscraft might look like. And so there's just this random mix and stuff like that. But one thing has remained consistent. I've done it every single day. And number two, even though 
I'm using Snapchat, which makes this much easier, it's still a lot of work. It is a lot of work to record and share and and publish content on a consistent basis. Now, if I was only doing it on Snapchat, would it be much easier? Sure. But the reality is it's, it's a couple hundred people who would see it. And it, which, by the way, I am a huge believer in the value of a couple hundred people who are consuming that content. Yeah, that's awesome. But the reality is, is that I know that the hundreds that are following me on Snapchat, they're loving this content. And as I said earlier, I knew that this content, if it was made available to a couple hundred other people via the YouTube, via the podcast feed, and maybe even randomly some of them shared on my Facebook profile, would that have a powerful and incredibly positive impact on the lives of a few hundred, maybe even a thousand or more other people? Yeah. And so it has made sense for me to, I've went ahead and created the content, now let's just go ahead and edit it, make it look really good, as good as this is gonna look for YouTube and stuff like that. Now, anybody who suggests that I try to do things to improve the production value and uh, change the settings and uh, you know get a better microphone and uh, all of that stuff, anything that makes this any more work than it is right now, I just don't know that I would do it. The question has been, even with as little, it's been a lot of work to do as little production value as what I've been doing. And I recently asked the question, is it worth it? Is this worth it? And I actually created a vlog where I asked my audience, is this worth it? I said, for those of you who are watching me on Snapchat, send me a private Snapchat message and tell me, what is it about this content? Are you watching this content? And if so, why? What value are you getting out of this content? And then I said, for those of you who are watching this via YouTube, will you let me know in a YouTube comment below this post, will you tell me that you're watching it via YouTube and why? And what value do you get out of it? And for those of you who are watching this via the podcast feed, will you email me and tell me that you enjoy the fact that I've been producing this as a video podcast and will you tell me why you watch it and what value it's bringing to you? Because I need to ask myself, is it worth it? That's the question I'm asking myself and I'd like to ask you, my community, is it worth it? And well, this week in this podcast episode, I want to share with you the feedback that I got. Now, I got tons of private Snapchat messages back from members of the community. And I, by the way, I asked everyone who sent me feedback directly as a response to this question. I said, send it as a text message because I want to be able to screen capture it and I'm going to create an Evernote file and it's going to be my worth it file. So I created a note and it's called, Is the Cliff EOTC Vlog Worth It? And every single time somebody sent me a private snap message via text, I screen captured it, and then I took that and I put it on my computer and I used Sketch to highlight certain phrases that they said that really stood out to me as, as resonating as being quote unquote worth it. And then once I had highlighted or annotated that image, I then put that into my worth it file. And so inside this Evernote note, I have tons of screen captures of Snapchat comments. And I also took screen captures of the 
YouTube comments. By the way, I also put that on Facebook and I accidentally deleted it today. Oh my gosh, I feel so terrible. But I, the good news is that before I accidentally deleted that Facebook post today, I do have all of the Facebook comments and I highlighted all of them and also all of the emails that I received. And what I did is is I waited a couple days, let all of that stuff kind of roll in and there are people who are still sending in you know, these messages, these responses, even today. But I have enough today that communicates to me that, yeah, it's worth it. And so what I want to share with you is some of the feedback that I've received as it relates to my vlog and what I've been publishing out to the world. Now, remember, I shared with you one of my major concerns is about the quality of the content. So the first thing that I have are all quotes word-for-word quotes, responses, feedback that I've received from those who are consuming my vlog on a consistent basis. And the first section that I've created is feedback about the quality. Number one, somebody said, authenticity trumps all quality. Another person wrote that I like the fact that they are unpolished. Another wrote, I love how authentic you are with these. And then I have someone who wrote, I don't care if this audio is not perfect. I like that you keep things on a personal level. I love the raw, real life feel. I'm enjoying the rawness of your vlog posts. I like the gritty and real production value of your vlog. I love that you quote unquote, keep it real. I don't care about the audio quality. In fact, I like the real feel to the vlogs. The next category of feedback that I've received from my community is related to the deeper connection that they seem to feel as a result of consuming the vlog. One person said, the best part about your vlogging, especially through Snapchat, is that it allows the human side of you to come out. The fact that your message is live and on the fly connects me to you even more as a person. I have listened to your audio podcast more frequently now as a result of the short video updates that you are posting to YouTube. Your vlog helps me see you as a real person. I know you don't really know me. However, from watching your daily vlogs, I feel like we are friends. You could ask me for almost any favor, and if it was within my abilities, I would do it. By watching your vlog, I get insight into how I can pray for you. I feel that through your vlog, I get a deeper glance into your life and I feel like I know you even better. It's endeared me to you even more than what your podcast have previously done. Now, those of you who have been listening to me for any amount of time, you know that my number one mission in life is to encourage and inspire others. That's, that's what I most feel called to do in this world. So this next category of feedback are all things that people have said as it relates to the encouragement or inspiration they have received from the vlog posts that I've been publishing. You've encouraged me to stay consistent with my exercising so much that I'm starting to feel it become a habit. This is an area I've struggled with for so long, so to see and feel progress is shocking to me. Your consistency and honesty are keeping me inspired. I'm inspired by your commitment to health. Because of your vlog, I've been inspired to share my own story and to simply be myself. 
Your vlog gives me a unique way to learn from your life experience and therefore brings value into my own life. The content encourages me to share more about my own life and perhaps by doing so, others will find value in what I experience. I love watching your commitment and consistency to your insatiable thirst for never-ending improvement. Your vlog posts have inspired me to get serious about my own health and fitness. I have now made a commitment to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. Recently, four of my nine kids and wife had the flu. After getting everyone settled in for the evening, I still made it a point to head out to the gym at 10.30 p.m., I'm now down two belt holes and feeling great. I enjoy watching you achieve great things. It inspires me to believe that I can also achieve great things. Your vlog keeps me focused on positive outcomes and motivates me in the same way that your podcasts always have. I love that I get this more frequently through your vlog. I have followed you and have been a fan for a number of years now. I can say that over all of the many hundreds of podcast episodes I've heard, the blog posts that I've read, the live streams that I've watched, and the many other ways that you have shared your knowledge and your life with me, I've come to see that you have a knack for finding out exactly where you need to be, even if that place didn't exist until you made it yourself. Because of your vlog, I realize that you are just as busy as I am, but because you still make time for working out on a daily basis... You've inspired me to set up my own home gym. Now, no matter how busy my day has been, no matter how mentally drained I am, I make it a point to go down every single day and make use of my treadmill or my stationary bike. Because of your vlog post, I find myself questioning my own life's purpose, and I feel like there's something more that I should be doing with my life. I became glad when I heard you talk about your first unassisted pull-up. I'm also inspired when I see you and Stephanie working out together. I'm encouraged when I see how positive you are, and even if you aren't, I know that I'm not the only one who doesn't feel 100% all of the time. When I'm having a bad day, your vlog gives me a little pick-me-up, and it helps put me in a better mood. I always find what you share to be so encouraging. The reason why your vlog is worth it is because more and more, as this world evolves, people need to take their future into their own hands and create their life by doing what is right for them and contributing to others. Okay, so that's all the random feedback as it related to the encouragement and inspiration side. Another important aspect or desire or mission and purpose of what I create when it comes to the content that I'm sharing is I want it to be educational as well. And so the following are the random things that people said about the educational side or aspects of the content that I've been sharing through my vlog. I enjoy hearing about some of the things that you do in your business. I enjoy the tech things that you share. I'm learning a heck of a lot about being real in my own online content and presence. I especially love when you share your thought process while making a business decision or when you share what you think about a book that you are reading or something that you have learned from a recent podcast episode that you listened to. I find this behind-the-scenes look into your life and your business very educational. I get so many valuable and useful tips from your vlog on a regular basis. 
Your vlog has helped me see the amount of hard work and the number of hours that goes into the different aspects of running your own business. It's been quite an eye-opener for someone like me who has only ever worked a traditional day job. So yeah, that feedback there from those various individuals, it's helped me understand that, yes, a lot of what I'm sharing is providing educational value to people also. Every now and then, there are some days over the last two months where I've published content and throughout the day, I'm thinking, was there anything in here that was like an encouraging or inspirational message? Mm, Probably not. Was there anything in this particular vlog episode that people can learn from? Was it educational? Eh, Maybe not. I try to make sure that all the content that I'm creating, I think about it. Is it entertaining? Is it educational, encouraging, and inspirational? Those are the things. And I like it to fire on more than one cylinder. But every now and then I'm wondering, you know, is this anything other than just maybe somewhat entertaining? And so I was wondering... you know, are people entertained by the content? And so these comments I'm about ready to read to you are all the things that relate to the entertainment aspects of some of the content that I've been putting in my vlog. Here's what people were saying. I have found that I can get caught consuming way more content than I'm releasing. So recently, I narrowed the content and personalities that I let into my life. Television is a media that I've ousted. Most podcasts, too. You have remained a part of my life, though. Your podcast and these vlogs are very entertaining. I consume your vlog every single day. I just enjoy getting a glimpse into how you do life. I look forward to watching your vlog every single day. Your vlog posts are the first thing I watch every day. Your vlog is something I look forward to each day. I enjoy the personal stuff thrown in between the business slash growth content. I love watching your vlog every day. Your vlog is worth it. I do watch it every day. I enjoy seeing clips when you're out and about in your area. It allows me to see what life is like in your country. I love that you keep your vlog posts clean, positive, and to the point. I look forward to seeing your vlog right before I go to bed or it's the first thing I look at when I get up. You keep me company for a few moments every day while I have my lunch. I enjoy seeing what you do and what you accomplish each day. So yeah, those random bits within the feedback that people were sharing helps me understand that even if I don't feel like there's a like a special message that, you know, there's just entertainment value and, and that for many people, that alone is worth it. Now, there is one additional side effect that the vlog has led to. I mean, there are people who are watching me now, many people who are discovering me for the very first time as a result of Snapchat, or maybe they're actually finding my vlog and it's their first introduction to who I am. And the interesting thing is that it's actually been leading to business. Occasionally, I talk about some of the products and services that I offer, and One of the things that I've been talking about a lot lately is some of the mindset and business coaching that I've been doing for people who want to brainstorm some ideas and help learn how they can get some more clarity about where they can take their life or their business or their message to the next level. And I've been doing a little bit of one-on-one coaching in this area, and I've been talking about it. And so here are some random things that some folks have said to me. 
Here's one. It says, I would love to chat sometime. I have been struggling a lot with life right now, and I'm working to overcome some of my weaknesses. Another person responded recently. It said, as soon as I get back home, I want to set up some time to coach with you. And yet another person just the other day said, as a result of watching your vlog, I've decided that I would like to be coached by you. And not only that, but another person says, I'd like to sign up for one of your next sessions of podcasting A to Z. How many times annually do you do them? So yeah, I mean, it's, it's even leading to business. And that's not the main purpose or intent for me to create this content. Landing clients or people who will buy products and services is just a side benefit of people receiving value from the content that I'm creating. And my overall purpose and mission for creating that content is simply to encourage others to become all that they were created to be. And of course, that's what my products and services are related to doing as well. And yeah, it's as a result leading to business. I wanna share one vlog post with you. And you can go to podcastanswerman.com slash cold feet if you wanna see the video for this particular vlog post. There is one point in here where you're gonna hear me refer to some photos that I'm showing. And of course, those photos are going to be pictures of me back when I was huge and fat and extremely obese and overweight. And there's going to be another place where you're going to hear me say, and this is a post that I made to Facebook. And just imagine that that post is showing a before and after after one year and quite a significant difference. Again, if you want to see the video version of what you're about ready to hear, then head over to podcastanswerman.com slash cold feet. But just to give you an idea of the kind of vlog content that I've been sharing, and this isn't every day. Sometimes it's this kind of content and sometimes it's other kind of content. But these are the kinds of things that I just randomly feel led to share. And I want to share this one with you right here. Uh, The title of this vlog post is, Yes, People Will Probably Criticize You. And what you're going to notice is that the audio quality is nowhere near as good as what you're hearing right now. So you're going to get the authentic. It's the real raw, hey, this is just me recording on my phone. Just some thoughts here. And uh, this is what I had to say. It is now three o'clock in the afternoon and I'm completely caught up with all of my podcasting A to Z student questions, which by the way, Craig Bardo is my first student from this session who has successfully launched his podcast into iTunes. I also had one student who is starting to have cold feet as it relates to the content she's about ready to put out to the world. In the first week of the course, she had said that her life's mission was to put this particular message out into the world. But in week three, she's got all the equipment set up, she's recorded some sample sound, everything's working great, perfect audio quality, but now she's scared about how people might respond to her sharing her message. I'm gonna read to you word for word what she said. She says, I'm worried that people will get upset with me for sharing my experience, strength, and hope in this way. My response to her, and I don't think she anticipated it, was this. This is exactly what I wrote. I said, my response to this is that you can immediately stop worrying about whether or not this will happen. Why? Because I can assure you that it will happen. I told her that no matter what your message is, if it's a valuable and very important message, there's always going to be a percentage of people out there who are going to be hypersensitive to whatever it is that you might say. The problem is is that these people are actually in the minority almost 
every single time. But it's this vocal minority that seems to have the loudest voice, and they're the ones who always seem to be giving you feedback. And really, there's only one more voice out there that's any louder than their voice, and it's the inner critic inside your own mind. And I know firsthand what it's like to have an inner voice, the inner critic, telling you, you, what do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? But then, in spite of that inner voice, to say, hey, you need to set aside, I'm going to go out there and do something. I'm going to say something that matters. In my experience, the reality is, is that as soon as I say, you know what, I have something to share with the world, and this is what's on my heart. When I do that, it makes a powerful impact in people's lives. Starting out, it might just be five or 10 people, but today, after 11 years of doing all this stuff online, when I do things like this, it's hundreds and thousands of people. But the first people I tend to hear from, even today, are the ones who are very sensitive to what I've shared and who don't like it. They tell me, who do you think you are to say things like that? You have no credibility. For my podcasting A to Z student, that I'm talking about here, I gave her an example of this. About 16 months ago, I made a decision to completely change my lifestyle, to put my health and fitness first. After a couple months of doing this, I started to get really excited about the fact that what I'm learning could have a positive impact in other people's lives. I became very passionate about getting the message of putting your health and fitness first, and I wanted to inspire other people to do this. In one podcast episode, I remember telling my community, wouldn't it be great if one day more people saw me as the fitness answer man instead of the podcast answer man? And then I started to get feedback from my community. Right now, I'm going to share with you what I shared with my student, that first piece of feedback that came in. Regarding your Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast, you said that I want to be known for being the health and fitness answer man. I've been following your day one journaling. One thing is clear is that you are not a health and fitness expert, not even close. Yes, you do indeed offer a few business hacks and business strategies. You do have game in the new media space. You are far from having game in the health and fitness space. Glad that you're quoting some essentialism book hacks. Do the math. Let's say you release 50 episodes of Pursuing a Balanced Life in 2015. That is 45 to 50 hours. The book Essentialism promotes just-in-time learning. This means that investing 45 to 50 hours of listening to you attempting to figure out your health and fitness journey is not a productive or valuable use of time. You're pawning yourself off as legit in health and fitness when you are not. Yes, I'm calling you out for one main reason. Currently, Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast does not have any real success track record in health and fitness. Why? Because you don't have any quantifiable or tangible results or track record from 2014. The book, Essentialism, creatively teaches us how to cut the fat, for example, the unnecessary. Yes, you're an A-lister in podcasting, this does not automatically give you A-list credibility in the health and fitness space. My friends, when I told my community that I was going to share my journey of becoming more physically fit and healthy, when I told my community that I could envision a future where people will actually say, you've inspired me more in health and fitness than in the world of podcasting, I looked like this. 
Do you think I was nervous about putting my message out there, putting my word on the line that says I'm pursuing something bigger? Absolutely. I mean, it, it was scary to put myself out there like that. Was there a lot of truth in the things that he said that I had no tangible track record to, to back up any credibility in this space? I can certainly tell you that the inner critic in me was telling me those things before I ever said them publicly. But in the same way, it was a mission that I was on, something I felt called to do. So instead of shifting my focus and just saying, you know what, let me just stick to what I'm good at, what I know, I put my message out to the world and I shared it consistently. And over time, I started to get a lot more feedback. And a majority of it were all positive people saying that my journey has inspired them to take their health and fitness more seriously, that they're seeing changes as a result of the encouragement. But I also continued to get negative, super highly critical feedback from people who didn't like my message. But I didn't let their negative feedback keep me from putting my message out into the world. And one year later, I posted this update. And I don't know if you can see this or not, but there are over 1,000 likes on this Facebook post and 304 comments. And if you go to trainwithcliff.com, you're gonna see people from all over the world who have decided to put their health and fitness first. And that's just the people who are willing to put their sweaty post-workout selfies on Instagram and tag it with Train With Cliff. In just over one year after I said, hey, wouldn't it be great if one day people said, Cliff, you've inspired me more in health and fitness than you ever have in podcasting? There are literally hundreds of people around the world who are now committed to working out six days a week, every week, for the rest of their lives. And my friends, I've only just got started. So my encouragement to this student who now has cold feet about putting her message out into the world, worrying, is, are people going to react negatively, is that given how important her message is, it's probably gonna happen. The question is, how important is it really in your own heart that you get that message out to the world? Are you willing to offend some people who might not like the way that you approach things? Are you willing to say things that you might later regret saying and have to apologize? Are you willing to be misunderstood? Are you willing to have your motives questioned? And really, at the end of the day, can you go to sleep at night knowing that your heart was in the right place and that your overall desire is to help others? And it's only when we ask ourselves these questions that we can really take our message to the next level. There you go. Well, my friends, I can tell you right now, that message that just went out has reached over a thousand people who have consumed it either on Snapchat, via YouTube, or already through the vlog. Then there's also Facebook, and also the fact that I embedded that as a blog post at podcastanswerman.com as well. Uh, and over a thousand people have heard that message in less than 24 hours. That, my friends, is a message I would have not recorded in any other way anytime soon. It, matter of fact, that was eight and a half minutes. And that eight and a half minutes, I had no intention of recording that that day. In fact, it all started out with, hey guys, this is what time it is in the afternoon. And I uh, just had my first student from this session who's launched their podcast into iTunes, Craig Bardo, congratulations. Oh, by the way, I also just answered a question from this person who is having cold feet. 
And then after I said that, I'm like, hmm, I should tell the story. And as at that very moment in time, I was very, I had just spent, you know, 45 minutes to an hour typing pretty much everything I just said there. I spent 45 minutes to an hour typing all of that as a response to that student. And that student, by the way, has been very encouraged and inspired and wrote back that says, wow, I, 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 thank you so much for that. I am moving forward. But after writing all of that, I was still so passionate about what I just shared. I then decided to create all of those. And trust me, it took a long time. That's eight and a half minutes of video there. But imagine how many of those things I had to record many different takes of to get it just right. And and but it was was it worth it? Yeah, because that is a message I want to put out into the world. And if I would have just put that as a topic, as a future topic for this week's episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft show, I would not have shared it with the same zeal that I did there. It w- I mean, I could have actually done it a little bit more polished and maybe, you know, I, the, the passion for that might have come back. And there are many times when the passion does come back. But that's a topic that would have never been created if it wasn't for Snapchat. It's not just Snapchat alone, but the fact that I know that it's going to Snapchat, number one, but I know that it's also going to be downloaded at the end of the day, and I know that this is actually going to be one of those that I not just post to my playlist on my uh, vlog on YouTube. I know it's not just going to go into the podcast episode uh, for the podcast feed. I know for a fact this one I'm definitely going to put on Facebook, and Not only that, but I'm definitely going to embed this as a blog post on podcastanswerman.com. And by the way, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash blog, you'll see if you go back in the archives, I used to hardly ever do any blogging since I've been doing Snapchat. There are one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven blog posts, and they're all vlogs. So yeah, I mean, and and what have I got out of all of this? Number one, I've understood where people are finding value in this vlog that I've been creating. And for right now, I can tell you it has been worth it. All the work that I've put in to create and then post-produce and, and syndicate it out to all of these different places and all the different work that I've done, for me, For the last two months, it has been worth it to do a daily vlog. There has been a benefit of being daily, consistently, every single day, as a top of mind, being a part of these people's lives. And it's just over a thousand or so people. I am definitely saying, yes, it's been worth it. And if nothing else, if you don't get anything out of this, hopefully today's episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show will ask you to think about, hmm, the things that I'm doing Can I realistically say they're worth it? And what's helped me is that the next time somebody writes to me and complains about, you know, it's like, Cliff, I don't know why you do this. You're, you know, I, you know, I love your podcast. I love that you're doing that weekly. I I even love the rebranding to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. But man, why are you wasting your time on this vlog? It just doesn't appeal to me at all. And now what I can do is I can take that feedback in and I can say, okay, this doesn't appeal to this person. That's no big deal. I know that the vlog is not going to reach everyone. I know it's not going to be appealing to everyone. I know it's too it's too frequent for many people. Many people don't want the video. They and if they want video, they want it to be more highly produced, better audio. They'd rather ha- not have the 10-second little, you know, clips of things all clipped together. 
there's a million things that they would love to have different, but the reality is, is that I can take that and say, okay, thank you for your feedback, and I totally understand where you're coming from, and, and when I'm publishing this, I do not anticipate that everyone who has been following me and is a member of my community is going to find these vlog posts valuable. And it just means a ton to me to know that you listen to the audio podcast and that you find it valuable. And I totally understand that if you never watch a a single episode of any of these vlogs, I get that. That's cool. I can still go into a deeper relationship, carry on in conversation with that person and and get to know them better and not even even think about trying to convince them of why they should find value. None of that. It, I can just say, I can take that person where they are and know what they're consuming and what they enjoy and where they find value in what I'm doing. And we can build our relationship based upon that. And that doesn't have to put a ding against, you know, it's like, oh, why am I, yeah, this is so much work. Why am I doing this? And now I do know why I'm doing it. I have a worth it file. Anytime I need to say, is this worth it? I can go and I can look at all of those things. And of course, I've broken them down into categories here. So all of these different people's comments were broken into different categories. But I have the original things and I could just read the actual things without it being broken into categories. I can read the things that they say and I'm like, yeah, this matters to a lot of people. And the other thing is, is that it's been worth it this last 60 days to do this. And I do believe it's worth it for me to continue. I still don't feel like I have to say, you know what, I have to do this every single day. But will I? I don't know. We'll see. I I never made this commitment. I I know that this show I've committed, I'm going to be here every single Friday at 5 a.m. with a new episode. And that is a hefty commitment. And it's more hefty to make a commitment to doing anything every single day. And I still believe that there's overfeeding of content. But... It's made sense to do it each day for the last 60 plus days. For right now, it's it's continually worth it and I'm doing it. And I'm not sharing this so that you guys will all go out and do it yourself. In fact, I don't, I encourage most of you to not even consider this. The main point and the main takeaway here is, are you thinking about why you're doing what you're doing and how do you evaluate what's worth it? And for me, I start with my mission statement, and I know that my mission and my purpose is to take the things that I'm experiencing in life, all the things that I'm learning, I want to instantly turn around and create content or products or services that will take what I'm learning and experiencing and share it with others so that they can take their message, their business, their life to the next level. And overall, I want the content that I'm creating to be entertaining, educational, encouraging, and inspirational. And I want to inspire and encourage other people to become all that they were created to be. That's what I'm all about. And when I read all of the feedback from all of those people who says, yes, I am watching every single day and I find tremendous value. And those are just the people who responded. Then that to me has said, yeah, this is worth it right now. And so that's why I've been doing it. And that's why I'm going to continue to do it for as long as it I continue to sense that it's worth it or until something else comes along that becomes a higher priority of my time. And with that, my friends, I say thank you for tuning in. And by the way, my next session of podcasting A to Z 
has been announced. You can go now. It's it's uh, going to launch on Monday, May 23rd, 2016. And if you are thinking about launching your podcast and you're ready to put your message out there and you're not going to let your cold feet and worries about what other people might say, yes, people will criticize you. Are you willing to do it anyway? And if so, and you want to have me as your coach for four weeks, walking you through every single step in the process of getting your podcast launched, well, my next session of podcasting A to Z starts Monday, May 23rd, 2016. Head over to podcastingatoz.com. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level. Podcast at some man.